the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Wide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The investigation continues to try to determine exactly what caused an amphibious duck boat to capsize and sink in um, a lake in Branson, Missouri, leaving 17 people dead. And it was a big uh, confusion for many of those on board because they were told they didn't need life jackets. According to one witness, Coast Guard Captain Scott Sturmer says recovering the sunken vessel might help to answer some questions. It will be uh, very important to the investigation that the vessel is raised. Uh, There is the intent to salvage the vessel. Uh, An assessment and an analysis of of it and its condition will definitely be key to the investigation. Sixteen passengers and one crew member were killed when the vessel went down in what some have described as a micro storm that suddenly blew in over the lake. Meanwhile, they're still assessing the tornado damage in central Iowa, including in Marshalltown, where the local hospital, the county courthouse, and even the police station were damaged. This is SRN News. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. This is a pre-recorded edition of The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 
Glad to be with you. Uh, this story tickles me. Now, Ross is not new to the Salem Empire. He's He had a previous stint before going off to work someplace else for a while and then coming back just to help us out on weekends, including this show. Um, he may remember that uh, I was vegetarian for approximately 22 years and ended my vegetarianism with a with a um, contest that we had live at the state fair on the at the AM 1280 booth on, on one one glorious uh, Sunday afternoon um, we had a contest to figure out which which uh, fair meat would would I consume to end my vegetarianism on air I do remember stories of this, and I actually at one point, via somebody else who worked here, was able to go back and listen to some of it. It was hilarious. It was just great. Okay, so I only bring this up. I, I, by the way, still enjoying the, still enjoying the change um, and um, the correlation between uh, uh, vegetarianism and weight, I can tell you, is de minimis. I, I was... I've been a heavy set vegetarian and a skinny vegetarian. I've been a heavy set uh, uh, meat eater and currently a, a skinnier meat eater. Um, not skinny. I mean, I've still got some still got some ways to go, but uh, uh, we we reached the uh, thirty pound mark in the weight loss program, so uh, feeling pretty good. Anyway, this story from Bloomberg uh, yesterday: <clears throat> co-working giant WeWork companies thinks it can save the environment quicker than Elon Musk. The startup has told its 6,000 global staff that they will no longer be able to expense meals including meat and that it won't pay for red meat, poultry, or pork at WeWork events. In an email to employees this week outlining the new policy, co-founder Miguel McKelvey said the firm's upcoming internal summer camp retreat would offer no meat options for attendees. Quote, new research show indicates that avoiding meat is one of the biggest impacts an individual can do to reduce their personal environmental impact, McKelvey said in a memo, even more than switching to a hybrid car. Okay, I gotta know, first of all, I gotta know, what research are you reading, sir? <laughs> uh, I love this piece. I absolutely love this piece. All right. Now, do I think... Do, now, here's the interesting part of this. If I was just going to focus on the, the, the sentence from his memo, new research indicates that avoiding meat is one of the biggest things an individual can do to reduce their personal environmental impact even more than switching to a hybrid car. Is that true? Well, first of all, it's research. So it's, it's a claim supported with some data that does not, just because you have a claim and you have some data does not mean truth, right? Always question the data. Always, always shake it up. It's what, uh, it's what uh, one of our Twitter followers, Don, does regularly. You find him on a Twitter feed at pound KBRS. Uh, he occasionally ends up playing my straight man uh, at, in helping uh, helping us assess claims. 
I I just but I I do love this particular this particular piece. All right. Do hybrid cars actually have a big environmental impact? Everyone's sort of tempted to say yes because that's how they're promoted, but understand that that they're still using electricity, which which in most cases means you're using fossil fuel to create that electricity. And the cost of producing the batteries and the resource impact of, of producing batteries currently is substantial. Therefore, it is possible that avoiding meat is one of the one of the, is something that has more of an environmental impact than switching to a hybrid car. It's possible, but because but to do that, but to tell your people, I'm not paying for meals when you take our customers out, if they include meat, is kind of an amazing thing and for a startup that i'm still trying to figure out how does this startup actually make money to annoy your clients when you say well you know what i can buy lunch but i can't buy lunch for you if it has meat in it i just ask you how's that gonna go the only thing i can think of is they're maybe doing business with like-minded people but i mean your percentages guy what are the odds that everybody they do business with is going to follow that similar lifestyle or does follow that yeah i, I mean not I, very look, good look after i be after i gave up vegetarianism my wife did it my wife's been vegetarian for over 30 years she's been vegetarian longer than we've been married we were both vegetarian when we got married which made made for uh, un, uh, an uncomfortable arrangement for people that wanted to come celebrate we gave them meat. We said, "Yeah, it's fine. You can." We we gave them that option. That's the Just, appropriate thing to do, right? Right. I if mean, I invite you to my party, I should try to do something to help you out. And that's what I'm saying about these customers. Yeah, it's possible. There's there's certainly more vegetarians than there were when we became vegetarian in the '80s. Uh, and 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 since Barbara's still vegetarian, guess what? When I, when when we eat at home, there is no meat. I I do not even own a grill. Because I can't grill meat at the house. Now, I have friends that invite me to their homes, and I bring them the meat to cook. And I've even gone into their homes and and gone into their kitchen and prepared the meat to go on the grill. But, in my house, we don't do that. So I wouldn't have a problem with it. If you took me out and said, boss says I can't buy meat, be like, yeah, cool, okay. I just got to wonder, how's that supposed to work? And you're a startup company. Hmm. Okay. My point here in talking about that was not actually to make fun of WeWork or to make fun of vegetarians. As I said, I was a vegetarian for over 20 years. I still think it was, I think it was a good choice for me at the time. It ended up not being a good choice. Both times for very similar reasons, for health. I won't get into the details of that. Not, not important. Nonetheless, it is... It is the fact that people say these things, and I'm like, well, is that true, and why is that true? Which takes me to the point I really did want to make, which, is, which comes from a couple stories that I found in the, in the uh, New York Times over the last couple days. The first one, which I tweeted to you, was a piece written, uh, co-authored by uh, uh, 
Kwok Trung Bui and Neil Irwin. Okay, I'm just going to pretend I knew how to pronounce that first name. Um, titled, How Much Will the Trade War Cost a Typical American Family? Around $60 so far. And so, and so the piece begins for more for the more than 80 billion tariffs in 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 let me re, let me start that for the for the this is actually the second paragraph what so they asked what's it going to cost you their answer for the more than 80 billion dollars in tariffs that the United States has already placed on washing machines and solar energy cells and panels on most steel and aluminum imports and on hundreds of products made in China the short answer is $60 a year per household that's about one-tenth of one percent of a typical household's income. This does not include the potential impact of, of taxes on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports that the Trump administration enumerated this week. The earliest those could go into effect would be September. Including those tariffs would bring the total annual cost of the Ameri average American family to $127. So that comes out to like one-fifth of one percent. So I'm not sure where Neil Irwin, who is a wonderful writer on trade, he writes for the New York Times in their, in their Upshot column, he's a must-read for me, okay? No, not everything in the New York Times is awful and terrible and must be avoided at all costs. Neil Irwin is a very, very fine economist. Okay? So reading, reading the piece, my first reaction was, okay, Neil Irwin typically supports free trade. And we've just enumerated these tariffs as having an impact of, only, uh, of at most, even the September ones, $227 a year for the average family. Right. Now, they actually do this by income scale, by, by income bracket. Okay, and they lay it out for you, and you can go to the Times. I've tweeted this piece to you already at Pound KBRS, again, how you follow the show. And I'm looking at that number, and I'm thinking to myself, how did you do it? How did you come up with that calculation? All right, because that's what you, that's, the, the point of the show is you're a smart listener, and you're willing to listen to me talk for 15 to 20 minutes about a topic because you say, I want to know something. You don't care about WeWork, okay? You can go other places and get that kind of a story, okay? But I'm doing, I did that piece only because I wanted to talk about, well, where did this, where did this McKelvey guy get that, get that particular sentence? That sentence is like, how are you sure that's true? What are you really saying? I don't think they're saying that, that vegetarianism makes us, really really less dependent you know has a really really huge impact on on uh, uh on saving on saving the planet it has an impact that argument's been around since the 1970s uh diet look up diet for a small planet uh francis moore lapay uh that's been around for ages all right the best better part of the argument is the impact the impact on the environment of producing hybrid cars just isn't that large in the same way here they say this number is small and I say well hang on a second what 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 are you really saying so I'm gonna read this next paragraph to you and then we might uh, we might end up saying 
nothing more. Uh, this seg- we'll say nothing more of this segment after this. So I'm just going to read you this paragraph, and I'm going to let you cogitate on this during the break. But I want you to read this. I want you to listen to this for a minute. The household impact numbers are based on analysis of government data. Uh, I'll skip the names of the people who did it. One is at Princeton, and the other one's at the London School. They should be thought of as rough estimates, as they don't account for the full range of ways businesses and consumers will react. They assume, for example, that companies pass the entire cost of tariffs on to consumers rather than taking a hit to profit margins. Think about that. What are they saying? And do you really think that's true? We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. When did planning get so complicated? When did the simple rules get pushed aside? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike. They'll talk about how the old rules of thumb just don't cut it anymore with your retirement planning. Like the 4% withdrawal rule, which has been a long-standing guide for income planning and retirement. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440. Or you can call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. Even though the 4th of July is behind us, every July is our Independence Month. Become a patriot. Declare your independence from big mobile companies. Break free from big mobile's hidden fees, the line charges, the complicated pricing. Start celebrating simplicity with Patriot Mobile. And the pricing is simple and straightforward. Patriot Mobile also covers your switching and installment fees as a contract credit, up to $1,500 per account when you join. And from each Patriot's bill comes a contribution to the vital donations of conservative organizations that fight for freedom every day. What a great month to remember that. This month, enjoy a new Motorola 
Motorola E4 or an E4 Plus smartphone for only $4 a month. Save over 40% on this terrific water-resistant phone, perfect for summer, and help bring about conservative change. Independence has never sounded so liberating. Don't wait. Offer only available while supplies last. Make the switch today by calling 1-800-A-PATRIOT or by visiting www.patriotmobile.com forward slash you. That's patriotmobile.com forward slash you. Be a patriot. Switch. Make conservative change happen every time you use your cell phone. Patriot Mobile, your new cellular resource for patriotism. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Join Dr. King Banyan as he shows you economic charts, graphs, and other visual aids you can't see on the radio here on Business 1440. You know, well, I'm a chicken fried, a cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right And the radio Welcome back, King Bang Show. This is 1440. Thank you for listening today. The Hour of Chicken. On the King Bang Show. Tough to find great songs about steak and turkey, but somehow chicken's the one everybody sings about. Um... Are you a Little Feet fan by any chance? You know, <laughs> no. I think okay. that's the easiest way to answer that. Okay. Okay. So you, you never heard Dixie Chicken? No, I okay. have not. I'll does that need that. Does that need to be played in the outro? No, no you don't have to. No, I'm not. I'm not asking that, or, or, or I'm not asking or not asking. I'm just I'm just informing myself of your musical. Of the limits of your musical taste. John would have answered that question differently. I got a feeling I can store that away because I got a feeling this won't be the last time we talk about chicken, poultry, meat, and food. Oh, absolutely. So I will store that away. Absolutely. Okay. Let's 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 get back to this. I'm gonna read you this sentence again. This is from the New York Times Upshot column, and this actually appears on uh, in uh, yesterday, Friday's New York Times, in the Business Day section, this piece—it's uh, in, in fact, it's the it's the above the fold with the graphs front and center, right there. And I—I I mean, I opened up the paper and I always pull the business section out and I look at the at the front of it and say, okay, so what are the, what are they what are they wanting to talk about today? And I see this piece. And I think to myself, my first thought is, if you tell people that the impact of the trade war is only a 60 to 120 or $130 hit to the average American's wallet, people are going to say to themselves, yeah, it's all right. yeah, maybe this isn't that big a deal. Or in the words of one of my, one of my listeners, Frank says, a small price to pay so farmers can pay more and earn less. Okay, he's being sarcastic. We should all be prepared to sacrifice so that declining industries can decline slower. Now, that's a real thing, but that's really not what the article says. What the article really says is, is this. 
They don't, okay, the, they should be thought of as rough estimates, quoting, quoting uh, um, Bui and Irwin, as they don't account for the full range of ways businesses and consumers will react. They assume, for example, that companies pass the entire cost of tariffs on to consumers rather than taking a hit to profit margins. Right? That's the same kind of, of logic that gets used for for what happens when we increase minimum wages. Well, no, their profits won't go down. They can charge their customers more. And if their profits did go out go down, well, they're just rich fat cat owners of uh of restaurants and retail stores and the heck with them. Back to the article. The numbers also don't include the cost to some Americans in their roles as producers as opposed to consumers. People who could lose their jobs or see lower incomes be other companies retaliate by taxing American products. That is the best sentence in this whole piece. And it completely obliterates the point that gets made above. The 60 to $127 number is based on a set of assumptions that frankly are really quite are really quite simplistic businesses react and other countries react the cost to americans okay i was talking to someone that uses steel as an input to a product that her firm produces here in central minnesota the impact of the steel tariff went directly in terms of directly to the cost of her input material the steel that her firm needs to produce what it produces and i'm trying to be i'm trying to not reveal my source on this but it go, it went on the very day that the tariffs were announced not when they went into effect but when they were announced and she buys her steel from the united states it's great for the steel maker that she buys her raw input from. It's bad for her workers because now the cost of her products go up and her products her products are subject to foreign competition. It may drive her customers to buy those buy that those goods those inputs from other places rather than her firm and cause her workers to lose their jobs. That's all entirely possible. Her revenues are down because her prices had to go up and her and her customers have gone someplace else to buy it, perhaps from, in fact, foreign suppliers. Economics always teaches you the what's next, that or then what happens. And this is what you always have to ask in this process. Why I... I tell people this is why I have this dang show. This is my outlet to help people understand how economics is affecting them. This is how economics is affecting you. This 60 to 127 number, it's okay. I'm all I'm all right with you saying that as long as you're clear and because because Neil Irwin is a is a fine economist. I don't know the the co-author of this piece. I've never heard of this young man before, or I think it's a man. I've never heard of this person before. All right, so I don't know that person. But I I I've read Neil Irwin for years and years. I've read books that he's written. He's a fine fine. He's a fine fine journalist, a fine economist. I I, I like this guy. 
and he gets this fact right, but I don't think the people who are the editors of the New York Times understood that it that point kind of blew up the very the the the, the very uh, uh, publicly displayed graphics that sit around this piece. Here's the point. For the broad majority of Americans, the impact of a trade war is really, really, really small. Mohammed Al Aryan, um, report uh, an economist and, and 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 asset manager, reported on this, and I think these comments were to CNBC. Am I right about that, Russ? I think it was on CNBC. Yeah, I do believe so. Clip? Okay, so these were comments that that Mohammed Al Aryan made uh, on uh, uh, yesterday about or, or Thursday, I think, on the trade deficit. Let me let's 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 listen to this. In relative terms, we are winning and we will win the, the trade war. And I think just look at the performance of U.S. markets relative to China and relative to others. That is consistent. The more interesting question is what happens in absolute terms. And I think what the market has priced in is the following, that the tit-for-tat continues, but ultimately it doesn't lead to a full-blown trade war, that we get still free but fair trade. And is there... A left tail, sure there is. I think what the market hasn't realized as yet is that there is a right tail. I call it the Reagan moment for trade, that when people realize that at the end of the day, the U.S. will prevail because it's a less open economy, because it's a more dynamic economy, that ultimately you may end up in a situation where the U.S. position in global economic terms is better off. So I see this as the market is pricing in the most likely outcome, but let's not forget there's a right tail as well as a left tail. So, so the, this, is, this is the point he's making. Now, I should remember, Mohamed El Arian is, is at Allianz. I remembered he was at PIMCO, but he left PIMCO, and I couldn't remember the firm he went to. He's the chief economic advisor at, at uh, El Arian, at, at, uh, at uh, Allianz. And that was from CNBC, I believe, yesterday. or the, uh, um, Yeah, a few, maybe it's a few days ago. Uh, but uh, it was it was it's a very important point. The cost of the United States, and this is what I believe President Trump has figured out: the cost of the U.S. of this for most citizens is not going to be large, but for a few people, it's going to be tremendously large. And the problem with the piece that the Times has written is, it minimizes that large impact that's going to happen on the people that work in certain industries that are affected by this. What it does instead is say, well, it acts like a tax, but the tax is like 60 bucks to 130 bucks. It's not that big a deal. It shouldn't, it shouldn't make that. And, and, and so I wouldn't be shocked to find somebody from the Trump administration holding this piece of paper up, this study up that's been that that's done by the people at Princeton and the London School, and say, see, see, this isn't that big a deal. Forget, you don't have to worry about trade deficits. Yes, or, or this trade war. Yes, you do. You do, because certain industries are gonna be are gonna be viscerated, viscerated by this change. Places like soybeans. Places like, like Harley Davidson motorcycles, 
like bourbon, those places are going to are going to get hit hard. And when you do a calculation like this, you're ignoring that distributional effect, which I think is quite significant. There was a second story in the New York Times uh, over the last few days that does a bad job of of portraying what the numbers look like and how and how to talk about them. Uh, that's what we do here at the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. We'll be right back. work hard to recruit the best talent for your business so you understand how important benefits are today's candidates are looking for more than just insurance and retirement accounts they want benefits they can use every day and perks that help them achieve that all-important work-life balance with veridesk standing desk solutions you can create the healthy office culture they're looking for where employees can move more throughout the day so they're happier healthier and more productive the new Veridesk ProDesk 60 Electric is the perfect way to create your active workspace. It's a commercial-grade electric standing desk that lets you sit or stand with the touch of a button. And it assembles in under five minutes with no need for professional installers or labor costs. The ProDesk 60 Electric ships for free. And thanks to our 30-day guarantee, if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. To learn how you can try the ProDesk 60 Electric in your office, visit veridesk.com radio. That's VARIDesk.com slash radio. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. There is no better steward of your money than you. Helping you create wealth and income is our number one goal. Online Trading Academy teaches you trading and investing skills so you can protect and grow your investments to retire on your terms and never outlive your retirement savings. We teach you one-on-one how to grow your investments, even in a market that's at an all-time high. If your retirement is in a 401k or 403b, you can still learn the tools to improve their performance. Many students maintain their full-time jobs but still love learning to be more consistent while making a great second income from this market. We have been teaching successful trading techniques for 20 years. 
Once you get the education, you can trade on your own with confidence. Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone and register for a free trading and investing workshop or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Ah, this is the band. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Wonderful. Wonderful, Ross. I hope you have a great time. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a beautiful night. They take the stage just 10 hours and 26 minutes from now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself at Hutchinson. Um, I'm trying to think of where do I eat when I'm down there. I'm trying I'm trying to remember. Oh, if you... If you think well, of it, let me know, because who I'm traveling with, that was our exact plan. Either find a mom-and-pop shop on the way up or find one in Hutch. Okay, I will um, I, I, we'll talk, we'll talk after the show. Perfect. I'll get this, I'll you, get this worked out You do you. the show, and we'll talk, we'll talk dinner afterwards. Anyway, 651-289-4477, the number to call. Here on a beautiful summer morning here in, here in Minnesota. Um, a gorgeous, another gorgeous day in um, in God's country. I so there are claims that people make that I just look at and go. Mm-hmm. So here is one that we were laughing at. Uh, this was posted on powerlineblog.com. I can. Uh, this is from the Times of Israel. Iranian general blames water woes on Israeli cloud theft. I said this one to my wife this morning, uh, the aforementioned delightful Barbara, uh, and um, and Barbara Barbara said, "Well, you know, the the Israelis are the ones that have figured out how to do cloud seeding." And I said, "Come on, come on, come on, come on!" I want you. So I had to read it to her. The changing climate in Iran is suspect. Brigadier General Golam Reza Jalali. The head of Iran's civil defense organization told the press conference, foreign interference is suspected to have played a role in climate change. Jalali was quoted as saying, insisting results from an Iranian scientific study confirm the claim. Israel and another country in the region have joint terms which work to ensure clouds entering Iranian skies are unable, unable to release rain. On top of that, we are facing the issue of cloud and snow theft. Uh, okay. Citing a survey showing that above 2,200 meters, all mountainous areas between Afghanistan and Mediterranean are covered in snow, except Iran. Well, okay. And then I love this. Iran's own meteorological service struck a skeptical tone. However, General Jalali, quote, probably has documents of which I am not aware, but on the basis of meteorological knowledge, it is not possible for a country to steal snow or clouds. Iran has suffered a prolonged drought, and this is a global trend that does not apply only to Iran, said Ahad Vasife, who is the head of Iran's meteorological service. 
missed it by that much. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nor does anyone else. Um, anyway, that, that, that story just delighted, delighted us over the breakfast table this morning. And as I mentioned, uh, was uh, our thanks to our friends at Powerline uh, for posting that particular story. I think that's a Steve Hayward post. I'm not positive, but I think so. Anyway, it was was really it was really really interesting. So, I always tell people when reading stories like the one I'm about to talk about that you ought to bring a lot of skepticism in. Just as the story you read before, what's the impact of the of the tariffs? Well, sixty bucks right now, maybe rising to one hundred twenty-seven. It's like, uh, okay, the devil's always in the details, and make sure make sure you get those. Since the century start, labor shared this is this is an article titled titled rolling back to the top. Paychecks lag as profits soar and prices erode wage gains. By Patricia Cohen. This was in the New York Times and was on the first page of their New York edition yesterday. On not not the first page of the business section, first page overall. It's not in the national edition that I received. But it was it was on the front of their website throughout the day yesterday. Um, they are. It basically complains that this that you've had this worker shortage, you have this very low unemployment rate, and yet, inter, yet prices, and prices are beginning to rise, but wages are not rising. I hope the first thing they realize is that they're arguing against the Phillips curve. The Phillips curve was initially, first and foremost, a statement that there was this inverse relationship between the unemployment rate and the rate at which wages increase. And then uh, asserted beyond that a direct connection between the rate of increase of wages and the rate of increase of prices. The first item is a statistical statement the second one that a statistical statement that has some basis in thinking about the theory of labor demand but the second one not nearly so much so what i have been what i what i have been doing instead is looking at this and saying to myself look i uh, if you believe that to be true First of all, admit that you can't use the Phillips curve to determine to determine monetary policy anymore. And that's what this is arguing. The piece by Ms. Cohen is in essence arguing that we can't that despite the fact that unemployment's really low and prices are beginning to rise above 2%, the Fed should keep monetary policy fairly loose and you can see that by by reading deeper into the article about about what what the Federal Reserve does. So it says yearly wage growth has yet to hit 3%, and when it does, the Federal Reserve, which has a mandate to keep inflation under control even as it's supposed to maximize employment, can be expected to tap the brakes. As Fed policymakers have explained, allowing the economy to run too hot, quote, could lead, to event, uh, lead, to, lead eventually to a significant economic downturn, unquote. In persistent wage increases, unlike unlike growing profit margins, margins are considered a signal that the heat is on. 
The bank's primary method of cooling the economy is to dampen spending and investing by raising interest rates and making it more expensive to borrow money, an antidote that could hurt profits in some sectors as well as trim, trim payrolls. After keeping benchmark interest rates near, near zero level during the recession, the Fed has gradually been, been gradually nudging them up. With tariffs piling up and potentially pushing prices higher, odds are that the Fed will push through two more increases before 2018 ends. The Labor Department reported this week that one inflation measure, the Consumer Price Index, has increased 2.9% in 12 months, the highest in six years. Okay. But they're now saying, what they're now saying is, hey, look, there's plenty of rev- evidence that workers have to res- have yet to receive their fair share of this most recent expansion. Okay, or even of the previous ones. When you ask people why that why you, wages are not going up, skipping down the article, they people have various explanations. The steady weakening of labor unions. I think that's doubtful. The ability of American companies to find cheaper labor abroad or automate further. Piddling productivity growth. And the rise of superstar companies that are extremely efficient with a relatively small labor force. I want to go through those four explanations for just a second. Steady weakening of labor unions has been going on for 25 to 30 years. Why is that all of a sudden now in this cycle the reason why wages aren't going up? The ability of American companies to find cheaper labor abroad or automate further. The cheaper labor abroad has been happening for a long time. The automation, this rise of AI, I say that does in fact have some value to it. The rise of superstar companies is a is a recent explanation which is still based on unproven claims. I'm I'm a skeptic on that item. I keep coming back to the fact that if you want wages to grow, you have to have productivity growth. That productivity growth is going to depend on additional investment. Therefore, that increase in profits that you see right now, my question is how much of those profits are being plowed back into their firms and how much of that are being paid out either to their investors or to their workers in the in the form of higher wages or or in terms of bonuses, I will. I I note that. <clears throat> I note that if we want wages to grow for more than a quarter or two, what we would really want these firms to do is to invest that money in making workers more productive. But here we get into this claim about automation and how automation is somehow somehow a bad thing, not a good thing. I want to come back to that in, the, in our final segment. Okay, the reason you see wage growth perhaps not being so high right now is because of just that. We're plowing money back in to make workers more productive, and I wanted. I I, I really think there's some faulty logic in this article too, just like the one we talked about before. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Spend his life looking up at the sky. He cuss, kicked the dust, saying, Son, it's way too dry. The clouds up in the city, the wind.
Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. TwinCitiesTuitions.com has been helping families for over seven years get into the school of their dreams. We have placed over 90 kids into private education, including Stacy's son. I have to say that this was an answer to prayer. This program made it possible for my son to transition into ninth grade into a wonderful school. Dealing with the station, particularly Alyssa, has been such a blessing. Education is one of the most important decisions that you can make as a parent. The difference that I've seen in, in my son in a Christian education is a confidence that can only come from Jesus Christ. He stands firm in the truth. He knows what he believes, and he's going to know that, that Jesus is the answer. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Broadway is dark tonight. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Final segment of the show today. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. Don't forget uh, 
my my good friends and Narn brethren, Mitch Berg one to three today, and uh, and Brad the closer Carlson one to three tomorrow on AM twelve A of the Patriot, and stay tuned of course to both both these stations. In fact, all four stations of the uh, Salem Twin Cities Empire. It is an empire uh, of uh, of of things you can get. You can get health. You can get business. You can. You can get faith. You can get news. You can get all of it right here. Um, 651-289-4477. Let me go back to this piece for a minute. Why are paychecks lagging? Okay. There's a lot of, there's. I'm going to read this sentence to you again. The steady weakening of labor unions. Well, it's been going on for, again, 35, 40 years. The ability American company, ability American companies find cheaper labor abroad or automate further. I have to remind people from time to time of this this thing called the lump of labor fallacy. What is what is the lump of labor fallacy? It's the fallacy that believes that there's a fixed amount of work to be done in the world. So if all of a sudden we automate so that we can do more stuff with a single person, right? More work gets done by a single person. That must mean, therefore, you need fewer people. This is bad economic thinking all right i repeat the lump of labor we call it the lump of labor fallacy because it's a fallacy there is not a fixed amount of work to do in the world the easiest way to see that is is the following 41 percent of america in 19 in 1900 were employed in agriculture a hundred years later, 2% of America was employed in agriculture. But, of course, the amount of food that was produced in America rose such that we no longer worry about people being underweight, but rather overweight. That we're producing too many calories rather than too few. Question. Where did the... 39% go. Answer. They went on to do other things. Most of those things are things that in 1900 we did not even conceive as being possible jobs. Right? We never we never we didn't know about uh, about the the coming information age in 1900. Yet is it possible that without its development some and without the decrease, the release of that labor from farms into the cities, if that had not happened, what would have happened to the development of the computer or the, the phone that's sitting in your, the smartphone sitting in your pocket right now? What would have happened to all that? Okay. Skilled workers on farms were destroyed by machines. And yet... We're wealthier, not poorer, for having done so. Why should I believe that the automation of industry and the replacement of people who, who have to work currently in hot, sweaty factories, why should I believe that they'll just sit destitute on the side of the street doing nothing? That's not true. What's going to happen instead is they will be released into a workplace that will now give them more to do than they had before. 
this inability to conceive of what workers might do if only they were freed from their current jobs is one of the most fundamental mistakes that people thinking about the economy make. And that also leads to this idea of a lack of productivity. It also leads it also leads to to a lot of the statements about the loss of wages. What's happening? Folks are moving into different areas per, where perhaps productivity has yet to catch on because we haven't quite developed those new industries yet. But lower taxes, lighter regulation makes it more rather than less likely that the increase in those new industries will happen, that those investments will happen, and that those workers who are released from working in manufacturing, the kinds of jobs that are glorified by, by folks, including our current president, the relaxing of those, of those regulations and the lightening of those taxes will provide the places that they will go, despite the best efforts of even President Trump to keep them where they are. We don't wish them to stay where they are no more than we wish those far 41% of Americans to still be on farms. They have better lives as a result of the changes that have happened. I hope your life is, is feeling better. Enjoy this wonderful weekend. Thank you, Ross, for the music and, uh, and for the conversation. We'll be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. message and data rates may apply remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle remembering the right message and data rates may apply remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle remembering the right filter is almost impossible so at filters fast we have some good advice forget it instead remember this text water one one to four four three four four three and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a filters fast brand filter to see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, Text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Some Democrats are hysterical over the nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to be the next Associate Justice of the United States Supreme Court, but they couldn't have picked a more reasonable and thoughtful jurist to get worked up about. Even a liberal law professor at Yale recently opined in the New York Times that Judge Kavanaugh is a superb nominee and his legal chops are rivaled only by some of our country's most notable jurists. Indeed, those who support the rule of law have much to look forward to in a Justice Kavanaugh. He shows a reverence for the Constitution and a healthy skepticism of unbridled powers for the federal bureaucracy. Which brings us back to politics. Democrats have pledged to oppose him simply because he was nominated by a Republican. Let's hope they reconsider and give this good man the support he deserves. I'm Lon He Chen. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
Montessori, an educational model that is founded on the premise that all children are natural learners with curiosity. Hand-in-hand Christian Montessori specializes in one-to-one learning instead of one-size-fits-all. Montessori activities work with children's hands and minds at the precise, critical period of a child's development. I'm learning to be a leader by helping younger students in my classroom. Learning is so much better when it's hands-on. At Hand in Hand, I get to make my own choices. Schedule a tour now at Hand in Hand Christian Montessori, where preschool, elementary, junior high, private school, homeschool students love, learn, and lead. Call 651-784-7988 or go to hihcm.org. Your daily source for in-depth business and investing news. We are Business 1440. KYCR Golden. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.